0: How are women in fitness like us who train, diet, manage a family, kids, full time job, relationships, trying to succeed in our fitness journey of a healthy mind, body, and spirit? Get it all done and still walk away humble and healthier than the day we started. Finding ways to inspire each other everywhere we go. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Cheryl Spangler, and welcome to Pro Bikini Insider and Inspire Fit Life. I want to do something completely unorthodox, kind of, and share with you something. This disclaimer on this podcast, disclaimer on this podcast. If you are a hardcore Christian and do not want to hear anything spiritual Turn this off. Turn this off. Turn this off. And some of this, you're going to be like, why did you say that? Because you just never know, right? Disclaimer, I have studied really all religions because I grew up, I grew this. Okay, so this is a spiritual podcast, kind of. I may throw in my things that I've learned. And the title of this podcast is called The Eleven laws, I want to say of success, the 11 laws of the universe. Now, maybe no one's actually gone through each law and told you briefly without, you know, taking you through a whole class what it is and giving you an example of maybe how you could use that to live better, happier, healthier, more fit emotionally physically, mentally, and in all areas spiritually of your life, right? The seven areas of your life. But I would like to do that today. Now, I have learned a lot of these laws, like the law of attraction, which that's all that people really remember. That's all people really know. And I started doing what I would call my spiritual transformation before bodybuilding, okay? But thank God. Because if it weren't for that, I don't know that I would have got through it as easy. Because there were some things that occurred during my pro bikini bodybuilding time, specifically 2017, that will never air. It will never air in any podcast. It would ruin lives. And those teammates that I had at the time know what I'm talking about. But... I want to tell you about the 11 laws of the universe. And if you've never heard them all in one place, you'll hear them today. And I think that this can help, will help, and always helps everyone. I want to put out a lot of good, positive variety on this podcast. I mean, it, after all, it started as Pro Bikini Insider, right? But what is that really? I mean,. Everyone tells how they work out. You can go on Instagram and find out how to get best glutes. Shoot, I bought a machine from Gold's Gym that's like in my room beside my bed and it is literally just a glute machine. But that's probably not what you want to hear. It's about inspiring a fit life, mind, body, and spirit. So let's just go right in. But let me just tell you real quick because I always have these side stories, right? That the guy who started me down the path of true spiritual transformation, which you could just say all inner transformation, right? Inner transformation is the the art of loving yourself, transmuting, which means eliminating, reversing, whatever, all hate on yourself to love. And by doing that, you're basically, you you attract what you are. So we go through phases and There's all these times that we are, we hate on ourselves, And so I think it's important to know all the laws and I call them the laws of success. And these are used in life coaching. True certified life coaches actually use these to help people. They don't just take their money and help them work through complicated situations or transitions in their life or finding your purpose. Like they literally use these to help people. I am like an unpaid life coach because I like helping people, have not taken it to a career yet. I did for a small time, but then I actually ended up hooking up with a woman. Um, God, I can't remember her last name, but she runs a, a master life coach program. And I went through that program and it was very, very, very enlightening. So anyway... I want to give you some free life coaching and just let me put a caveat out there. If you're coaching with someone right now and you're mentoring, you're being mentored by someone right now and you're looking up to someone right now, every single aspect of their life does not have to be perfect. And I'm going to tell you when my bubble was burst on mentors, was when I met Wayne Dyer. When I met Wayne Dyer, it was at the National Harbor in Maryland and he was there with his daughters. And actually it was the year before he, I think it was the year before he passed away. He was doing a a seminar and of course I was like, oh my God, he's coming in the area and I definitely want to meet him. I'd read all his books and I wanted to meet this man. And so it was very interesting because what I learned through side conversations, through talking to his daughter, through him telling this, is that he spent most of his life where he wrote all these amazing books about what you think you bring about, right? What you think about you bring about. And all these amazing books, which I still absolutely love the man, the, there were parts of his life that were an absolute disaster. There were parts of his life, like his marriages, multiple His relationship with his kids, his his need to stay for years held up on an island, you know, on the beaches, doing his own thing, writing books, introvertedly writing all these books that were making him money and traveling around the world and inspiring all these people. But what about his family? And so when all that personal information came out, I was very it was very disheartening because I was like, God, like I looked up to this guy. Like I look up to Tony Robbins for the money master of the game. And it's like, that doesn't mean this person is God. This doesn't mean this person has to be the all, all, end all in all areas areas of their life. And if they're not, they're, oh my God, I can't look up to them anymore. So I just want to throw that out there because, because, all, I walked away from that weekend with Wayne Dyer, like very disappointed, disheartened. And for a while, I didn't listen to any of his stuff. I didn't look at his Facebook page. I realized later that he was kind of at the end of his life expectancy, really at that seminar. And he was still doing what he loved. Was he, Did he have a wonderful relationship with his wife? I don't know at the time. I just know that he chose the career and to inspire all the world it, and his personal relationships suffered and even those with his kids. And so, But it doesn't mean we crucify the person who doesn't have all seven areas, seven areas of their life amazing, right? So I don't know who your mentor is right now or who you're looking up to, but just know that I think we could have many mentors in our life. And many coaches in our life, and depending on what you're hiring them for, that is what you're there to be mentored by. You know, you're not there to find out, and I'm telling you this, but only because like I have learned this through like my, you know, my fitness coach that basically took me to go pro and, you know, and like, you can't, you can't judge outside of what you hired them for. So here it is, 11 laws of the universe. For those of you who are still listening, law number one: the law of divine oneness. Now, the reason I can remember all these is I don't know, they're just first of all, I studied under someone who uses these in life coaching, got certified as a master life coach. I'm certified in transcendental meditation, certified in Reiki, certified like all this stuff, right? But it's only because I like to dig deeper with myself. And And it definitely helps me get through anything that's going on, especially right now with the world, right, Corona? The law of divine oneness is like every choice or word or desire or belief that you have will also have an impact on the world and the people in your life. I mean, you might be like, duh, but you've probably heard Someone who's like, "You've probably heard videos and everything that's like, "We are all one, you know, and you may or may not believe that. But that is basically the essence of law of divine oneness, because it creates a powerful personal transformation, and this is the key word. This is the key word that a lot of people don't have empathy. It creates so if you're a person who feels like you don't have empathy, like you lack empathy. Studying and thinking about the law of divine oneness that we are all one, every single word I say, action I take, every desire that I want, think about all the wacky desires people have, all the beliefs that I have, that I verbalize, that I share, that I think, every single one of them affects other people around me, my relationships. I I know we all know this, but we don't really contemplate it to the point that we're like, we are really all one. Because every single thing you do, think, desire, want, have, impacts people around you. So we are all one. Everything will come back. Everything will come back to you. That's the law of oneness. It creates a powerful personal transformation because when you realize You're going to stop saying certain things. You're going to stop gossiping. You're going to stop talking about people. Because you know that that one thing is going to change a ripple effect. It's the law of oneness. Anyway, that's it short and sweet. Okay, law number two. The law of vibration. So all of these you've heard of. But I just want to give you a summary and an analogy of each. Every single particle in the universe is in constant movement and constantly carrying energy. I once did a podcast, it was a YouTube video slash podcast called The Energy of Money, where you get on the frequency of money, money is going to come to you. I'm not going to go into it on this podcast, but literally after I did that podcast yesterday, something happened last night and I was like, oh my God, I know. I'm going to get to it in this. I'm going to get to it here. So law of vibration is that every particle in the universe is in constant movement and constantly carrying energy from the planets and the stars to the chair underneath you. If you're sitting or the bed, if you're laying and listening to this or the car that you're you know, driving in. Everything has its own energy frequency. And you might have heard that before. High energy particles are naturally attuned to other high energy particles and the same for like low energy. So here's the thing. If your goal is to live a more productive and full life, consider what you would need to do to heighten your energy frequency. You know when people walk in the room whether they have a high vibrational frequency. I don't know what it is, but like they kind of light up the room and it's not because they're, they've taken the disc personality test and they're like the high I, right? Which is like the happy person, always a party goer and attracts people. They just have an energy about them and you don't know really what it is, but you're like, hmm, I just want to like hang with that person. And the goal To raise your energy vibration is to analyze who you're hanging around. Consider how you feel when you're around certain people, when you're doing certain things. Quick example, I used to coach the real estate agents inside the real estate office that I had. I used to life coach them. And and this is the reason why I literally recruited over 400 people in a period of like two years because people would I would meet with them for coffee and I would ask them questions about themselves and we would really talk about their life like we were like it's not like what do you want to do for business you're going to make money in business if you get your your personal situated so we'd talk what's going on in your life and all this stuff but um I forgot what I was going to tell you if your goal is to live fuller and attract more, I, I for, totally forgot what I was just going to say about the the ener, the vibration of, um, <laughs> if I think of it, I'll come back to it. So the law of vibration. If your goal is to live more productive and a full life, consider what you would need to do to heighten your energy frequency. Okay, law number three. I will think of it. I will think of it. It was a story related to the law of vibration. Law number three is law of correspondence. Now, it's directly related to the law of divine oneness, which was number one. But the key idea here is that patterns repeat throughout the universe. You know this too. You already know this too. Prominent patterns repeat on a very small scale. Like, we know this. Look for patterns in your own life and in your thinking, okay, right? Like, why do I sabotage myself all the time? Like, why do I keep going in this cycle? Why am I always, like, these are things. Why am I always in a relationship that, you know, doesn't work? Like, these little cycles. Um, Look for patterns in your own life and your own thinking, and then consider the pattern changes that you might be able to make, which some would call habits breaking the cycle that people, some people call this breaking the cycle that their parents had. Like if you're someone who came from a family that really never made a million dollars in a year, let alone a month, let alone a week or a day, that's a cycle of, you know, the evolution of your family experience and environment. So you're probably not going to believe that you can do it yet, maybe or maybe you do, maybe you can. I do, I'm, I do, I have and I do. It doesn't matter what my parents did or what they believed, that's what they believe. So you got like, to break that cycle. But think about what you can change in a pattern that's happening in your life that will create changes on a larger scale, like mini patterns. Look for patterns in your life. You already know patterns. If I asked you to take out a piece of paper and a pen right now and list all the things that seem to go in cycles, um, you know, there's the cycles of economy, there's the seasons, there's um, there's there's patterns, right? This is to not spend an entire hour on each of these because I totally could uh, i I want to move on to the next law because basically. You could talk to someone and by asking just a few questions, determine which of these laws is actually holding them back and just focus on that. And that is true life coaching. Like really there is something holding them back that can be fixed. It's not bull. Like you can be, you can change. And most of it revolves around one thing, becoming aware. And so A really good life coach is someone who just makes you more aware and then holds you accountable to that awareness. And I'm telling you, things change instantly. So law number four is law of attraction. Remember this, because this is what everyone remembers. So when someone's like, oh yeah, the secret law of attraction, that's law number four. That is not the only law, okay? Law of attraction is like, like attracts like. In order to have the things you desire in life, you have to work out how to vibrate on the same frequency as those things. Positive, proactive, and loving attracts more of that. And you're probably like, yeah, I know. Meanwhile, pessimism, fear, and like lethargic behavior will generate more negative experiences in all aspects of your life. And that's why people say, like, get moving. You know, movement creates, you know, energy, moving and energetic movement makes things happen and keeps things going. And this is why we love bodybuilding so much. Like, we're moving. And if you're feeling slack or, or lazy or lethargic or pessimistic or fearful, Like, what do you do? We go and we work out at the gym, we get moving, and it basically lifts our spirits, brings us energy, and it's like, it's basically the law of attraction. But that's basically, you already know the law of attraction, so I'm going to spend a little time on that. like, Like attracts like. But I don't think that we really take into consideration how small the law of attraction actually works. I mean, when you are gossiping, probably, I would I would actually put gossip as one of the absolute worst things that you could do, and you're like, ah, I don't know, there's probably some other bad things that I could be doing. Gossiping is something that, like, brings back to you so much negative. I mean... And it's actually hard not to. It's hard not to, right? Because we want to know what's going on with other people. I'm like, oh my God, did you hear about so-and-so? I would say, find something out about some, someone, say a prayer for them. That's your, that's your way of gossiping. Yeah, sure. You want to know what's going on. You're not going to like disassociate from the entire universe. So number five of the 11 laws of the universe is law of inspired action. You will love this one because we are all inspired, active people in the bodybuilding industry. But the law of inspired action is like, we must actively pursue our goals. So let me just tell you that I have been a, so- a goal-seeking mechanism my entire life when I was 14 years old my mom came in my room and I don't know why I felt the need to hide this, but I remember I had written on a poster board, like all my goals for whatever that they were at the time. And I wrote them on this poster board and I put the poster board on the back of my door and my door at the time in my room, when it opened, it opened up against a wall. And so I remember putting it on the back of the door because I was like, well, so then my mom won't see it. I don't know why I was hiding goal setting and she was like shocked that I even had written down goals. I don't know why. I mean, I was 14 years old. I had these goals. I read, I wrote them down. And one of them, by the way, one of them, by the way, was to be, I didn't write this word. I think I wrote which, but it was like, it was to be like a metaphysical expert in metaphysics And she was like, how do you even know about this, right? Because they weren't really into that. Anyway, so the law of inspired action is about we must actively pursue our goals. So my story was, I have literally been a goal. We are all, humans are all goal-seeking mechanisms, okay? But there was a year, and I believe it was 2015, and what happened, I was it was before I went pro, but I was bodybuilding, and I had done my first competition in 2000, I don't know 13, and then 14, I did another one, and I wasn't using a trainer because I'm like, "I can do this." And I'm like, "This woman doesn't like this and that and all that. I can do this. So that year, I actually did too many squats incorrectly on the smith machine and i pinched a nerve in the base of my neck and i basically lost like i was like numb kind of on the right hand on my right arm all the way on my right arm from my neck to my right arm all the way down to my hand everything and i was freaking out and believe it or not that stuff can happen and you can totally fix it but when that happened um, The beginning of that year, so every December, we're off track, we're on number five. Every December, I pick a word. I pick a word that I want the, the, that year to be about. I just pick a word. This is something I do in addition to goal setting. I pick a word that that year is going to be all about. And so the funny thing is when you do that, that you don't realize until the end of the year that you have worked every angle of your life to focus and gear toward making that word come true. You don't actively do it every day. You're not looking at the word every day. You're not staring at it and trying to figure out how you can alter your life. Just somehow it happens. But the the word that year, I don't even remember what the word is, but it wasn't anything. It was like, I don't know, something was like relax. It was like, I had been and achieved and done so many things, which now I realize we're so small, I, I, I could, I could, I. could, we all could think bigger, that that year I'm like, I'm not setting goals this year. I'll tell you what inspired that. I went through this 12-week program that this guy helped me go through, some life coach thing, and in 2013 or 14, and it was like, all about material goal setting. And so I achieved all these things, got all these things, like incredible how things changed with so fast doing this. But I was very uninspired by material goals. My my interest in material items started like really going down at that point in life. And I realized that, now you may disagree with this, but higher levels of consciousness lower levels of material needs. And so, but what happened is I was like, I went to the extreme, like I do everything. And I was like, I'm not going to set any goals this year because by literally setting goals, I'm limiting myself to the goals. And so that was my mentality. I was like, by, by setting a goal, I'm actually limiting what could come to me by the goal. The goal itself is a limit. It's a ceiling so I'm basically saying, no, you can't do more than that, Churl. That's your goal. So that year, I was like, I'm not going to set any goals. So guess what happened? I literally did nothing. I worked. I made money. I lived with my kids. But thinking back, I never went on any. I, for some reason that year, I didn't go on any vacations with my kids. Maybe it was some other reason, but I didn't go on any vacations with my kids. Um, nothing really moved that much forward. I just, I did my work. I made money. I, things were good, but they weren't, I I didn't have any goals. So it's not good. So then the thing happened with my uh, base of my neck. So I was out of commission. I didn't do bodybuilding that year. So see how that happened? I didn't even do bodybuilding that year. What was wrong? And the next year I'm like, oh my God, I'm hiring someone. And the person I hire, I am going to make sure that this person can guarantee that I get to pro. <laughs> anyway, we did, but I'm not even going to talk about like how I went through that process. So, law of inspired action is we must actively pursue our goals. Visualizing and positive attitude is not enough. It is not enough so you can you can unfriend and unfollow all the YouTube channels that are just trying to get you to sit and meditate and visualize without inspired action. You have to take inspired action. This instantly helps you attract the things you want. Instantly helps you attract. So the question would be, if you're aware and you're thinking and you're visualizing of something you want, like let's say my whole experience of going pro was like me visualizing every morning while I was walking on the treadmill where it was gonna gonna happen, what the date was that it was going to happen, what show it was going to happen at, what I was going to wear. And at the, actually, at the time, I didn't have any... I didn't have a bikini yet. hadn't ordered one. So, But when I decided one day that I'm like, oh, I'm going pro. I know I'm going pro. I don't care if I'm masters. And all the people that were like naysayer master people, I was like, I don't, doesn't matter. Daughter, mom, I know you think you're really good, but... And your butt really is just not like the 25-year-olds. I don't think you're going to die. I think it's good that you have this goal. But literally, that's what my daughter said. <laughs> and my mom's like, I don't know why you're hurting your body like this by doing bodybuilding. And so I had all these people really close to me, right? And and they were, they, but it came across in like, we're worried about you. They didn't worry. They weren't like, stop doing this. It was like, we're worried about you. And I'm like, look, this is not a fad, Okay. It would be a fad if I did it for four months, but I've been in it for years, okay? Like, it's not, it's it's the way I live. But back to the law of inspired action, the instant attraction of inspired action is beyond anything you can comprehend. The day I decided I was going to go pro, I was hardly I was far from it, okay? Far from it. In fact, I hadn't even had an in, the instance of me falling on stage before this. I was just like, this is what the color I'm going to wear. I found something that I I found an image on the internet that and I printed it in black and white and I just I colored in what I what color I was going to wear. I didn't find a girl I wanted to look like. I just I found a woman's image in perfect bodybuilding image and I printed it in black and white and I colored in the suit I wanted to wear and then every single morning I'd visualize myself and so I said this I we're still on we're still on the fifth law of inspired action but I want to tell you this and so I, I imagined myself on stage what I was wearing but then I knew I'm like well the only way that I'm gonna know if this visualization Actually occurred because I created it. I'm gonna to have to put something really nuanced in there, meaning I'm gonna to have to put something really unique in my visualization in order for me to know that I created it and it wasn't a coincidence. Okay, so try this in your life. I'm getting chills telling you the story. So I decided that not only was I gonna go pro on this certain day in this certain competition on a stage that was great, in this color of bikini I currently didn't own, I was going to imagine that my coach was in the audience wearing a blue cap and saying, holy shit, she did it. (laughs) I just like threw that into my visualization. I was like, now, if it happens, I'm going to know it happened because one, I'm going to get pro, but two this whole experience I'm visualizing is going to happen as is. And so it was very, very specific, very specific. I I could do an entire stage talk on this experience because it changed my life and it blew me away. It's changed me forever. I've created so many things and experiences and stories I could tell you, but this one thing was so outlandish. So if you go on my YouTube, I have a video. I couldn't believe it. Chills. I'm literally getting chills. And if you're hearing this, you're getting chills. I know you're getting chills right now. Top to bottom, from my head to my feet, I'm getting chills telling you this. There's a video on my YouTube of my coach who video recorded me on stage saying, holy shit, she did it. And he was wearing a cap that day. It was NBC Universe. It was in New York, New Jersey, really. And it was June 1st, exactly how I've written in my journal. 2017, I believe, yes. And I not only got my pro card, but I got two pro cards when i left on my own on a train to new jersey my daughter and my mom were like it was it was like after easter and it was like there was just some comments made like you know good luck you know like because they had this thing where they're like i know you want what you want but i mean come on man like can we just like go on vacation and have you eat normal and that that day was 23 and a half hour wait to get on stage because there were no no shit, 1,500 plus girls. Oh, the days before Corona. 1,500 plus girls in this place waiting to go on stage one after the other and we were near the end. And so it was like one o'clock in the morning, 23 and a half hours of waiting Lots of mistakes that I made the day before of doing some stupid thing like getting up and walking a mile, I don't know, to a CVS. And maybe it was meant that I needed to wait 23 hours so that I got the fullness back in my butt. <laughs> and I got two pro cards. I freaking got two pro cards. Only one has ever gotten two pro cards that he's coached. And I don't know anyone that he's coaching that's gone pro since. So anyway, that story... And, and he was out in the audience, he was wearing a cap and he got it on video. And it was like, when I, when he sent me the video later, I'm like, oh my God, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't like sitting here thinking about, I wonder if my visualizations, visualization is going to work. It just happens to be that you get in a habit of visualizing something you want. And then next thing you know, you forget that it happens. Anyway, law number six, law of perpetual transmutation of energy. I'm surprised I even remember that one. Law number six, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. What the heck does that mean? This is going to be a long podcast. It's already 34 minutes. Everything around us is in constant flux. And, and most of it is like at a cellular level or like an atomic level. Like the reason it's so important to be aware of this law is because it helps you see how you can trigger positive change. Here's an example. If you're vibrating at a low frequency, exposing yourself, exposing yourself to a high frequency, like a happy person, an encouraging friend, you'll naturally it'll naturally like trigger your energy mute, It's energy transmutation is called reversing, like eliminating, changing to the opposite. So you ever meet someone who's like very spiritual and they're like, you need to transmute that energy. <laughs> it's like, you need to change that energy from the negative you're thinking to the positive. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy is that if you come in contact, and this is the same if you're like of high energy and you all of a sudden come in contact with something of a low energy energy and you realize you don't sometimes you are around people and they literally suck you dry now they're actually feeding on your happy energy they're lifting up but you're being pulled down so you may like to lift others up but it will eventually pull you down you have to surround yourself with people above you in energy vibration making more money doing more things being active not fakers okay i can i can spot a faker a mile away but real higher energetic vibrational people that just go through life and it's like you know you you feed off that and the same that other people who are lower energy feed off you and so, anyway, that's the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. So, number seven. What is number seven? The law of cause and effect. Okay, this is like the most common because this is like... Some of these laws are scientific. And Thomas Edison, and you'll, you'll, things will come to your mind. But the law of cause and effect, you already know, all actions have a corresponding reaction, right? You know this. But when it comes... You know this when it comes to the physical aspect of the world more than anything. You know, you throw a ball at me, it's going to hit me in the head. I'm going to come punch you. (laughs) That's my reaction. But consider this when it comes to the spiritual aspects of the universe. So I guess you you, you could ask yourself, what types of relationships do you see between the spiritual and the physical and how you might want to change them. Meaning, when you're around a physical environment that's not good, it changes your spiritual or energetic vibrational energy. So, you know, when someone says, what do you think makes successful people? The environment they grew up in or their education? And I'm like, both. Because, I mean, everyone, I won't say everyone knows of both, but Both. Because the environment could be a completely and utter low bottom barrel energetic physical environment causing a massive low spiritual self. So this is why sometimes though as a real estate agent I'm very in tune with this and actually I sage my house often my kids are like don't think it's weird anymore. They're like, mom, we need to sage (laughs) because I go into all these people's homes and I can tell almost immediately where their heads at. I mean, I can tell where their heads at. Send me a picture, post the picture of your living room, post the picture of your desk work area. I can tell you right now what you probably need to work on anyway. Um, all right. So I need a drink of coffee. Hold on. what do you think law number eight is? I like to talk about this because a lot of people pretend like they have a lot of money, but they don't. But law the eight, law number, Law, the law of compensation. Number eight is the law of compensation. And you will understand this. You will receive what you put out, just like it's like the law of attraction. However, the law of compensation means it's like the focus is on the idea that compensation can come in many forms. So here's an example. If you win a large amount of money, like someone who wins a lottery or something, this is just one of like a million of examples, but if you win a large amount of money, Or if like a lot of money comes into your life. Then, now I'm going to give my own personal example if you listen to my last podcast. If you win a large amount of money, then you might think that you're getting a reward. Oh my God, I've been, I went through all this hardship and this is my. But depending on how you lived your life, your large amount of wealth could lead to a worse life rather than a better one. And there's many people, and this just because this is a really good analogy, there's a lot of people who have won the lottery and ended up with a, a, what they would perceive as a, a terrible life. I'm hesitating to say the word terrible because I don't like to. There's a lot of people that have won the lottery who've ended up with a really bad lifestyle, and they attribute it to the winning of the lottery. It's not the winning of the lottery that caused your bad lifestyle. It's whatever you lived before the money compensation that led to your life after. So this can be changed. Here's the important thing, that every single one of these laws can be used to be changed instantly. That is actually the art of helping people. If, it's like you reap what you sow, but this law reminds us to be really careful about how we treat others and the planet. So just this last four months, I became sensitive to the planet. I'm not going to lie. I've killed a lot of bugs and animals in my life. And I have not recycled. And my daughter, over this corona thing and I don't know, stuff going on, not related to the corona, but just somehow through this last four months, like she's been on me bad about recycling and being earth conscious and all this stuff. So I don't know. One day I woke up and I was like, I'm going to recycle. I know that it's going to mean I got to wash out all those stupid plastic containers in the sink and instead of just throwing them in the trash can. I know that my recycle bin cannot have things draining out of it so you got to clean things up a little and then you take the plastic and the bags and the paper and all the things but it also meant that I had to look online and figure out what is actually recyclable guess what the hard screw on tops to the bottles that you drink water bottle they're not recyclable okay they may go to the recycle trash dump whatever but they are not recyclable because that whatever the tops to the bottles are made of are different from the actual bottle and so i decided i was going to recycle and it was kind of like a whole week of everything took longer took longer to separate took longer to wash things out took longer to figure it out took longer to go online i mean just but all of a sudden now now i'm like okay rinse it out goes in trash or rinse it out goes in recycle and guess what i did i stopped buying water bottles I stopped buying water bottles. I actually have saved money and my back in carrying these large cases of water bottles that you buy at whatever grocery store, day in and day out because we drink, what, a gallon of water a day, try to drink. Instead, now, I subscribe to readyfresh.com, and for $33 a month, I get four five-gallon water jugs dropped at my front door. They take the old, and they dropped the new, and I bought a handheld, not a container where I flip it over and all that, I just bought a handheld pump, which puts the water out faster, for $15, and basically for $33 a month, I have more water than I can possibly drink, and I try to drink more because it's sitting here, and I'm recycling, and I'm loving the earth, and I feel good. I feel good. I don't feel good when I kill all kinds of things, and throw trash, throw things in the trash that should be recycled. She changed me and I'm happy and I love her for that. So that is the law of compensation. It just keep in mind to be careful about how you treat others and, and the planet. So number nine is the law of relativity. Of course we know this one. It's all about the neutrality of things. So the thing about the law of relativity is when seen in isolation, it doesn't mean anything. Absolutely nothing you experience means anything all by itself. So no particular person or experience or emotion or action is evaluated as good or bad or given a good or bad attribute. And I'm trying to look and think of through the right, right word until you look at it in comparison with something else. So, example, you may think that you're poor, but that is just because you have three extremely wealthy uncles. Or and for this one it's like it's just important to remember that there's always multiple perspectives on literally everything. That's why in the last podcast you always heard me say perceived bad. No. What has happened and what I've been through is not bad at all. Actually, everything changed last night. And so keep multiple perspectives on everything and just like realize that the part, like the the whole thing about the law of relativity, why it's really, really great to actually contemplate is because you realize that all these alternative perspectives can make you so much more grateful and can show you where you can make improvements in life. Like... Obviously, you have an interpretation of how things are only because you're looking at someone else, someone else's life. I mean, this is clear in bodybuilding, right? You're not muscular enough. I'm not muscular enough. But it's only because I'm standing next to like Mr. Universe. So it's like law of relativity. So number 10, the law of polarity. So hopefully you're writing these down. But otherwise, come back and listen. Okay, so law of polarity, number 10, is absolutely everything that has an opposite in its very existence of these opposites that allows us to understand our life. This is like rich, poor, happy, sad. When you go through something difficult, like I shared in the last podcast, it will be this thing that helps you truly appreciate the good developments to come. And you've probably been told that before, but I can tell you for absolute sureness that everything perceived as being bad that has ever happened to me, something 10 times good is around the corner. Always, always has been around the corner. So I think for this one, it's just like regularly reminding ourselves that we can improve, that our resilience, this is all about like our resilience to trouble or troubled times or like a bad breakup, like being painful or a divorce, teaches us what doesn't work for us in a relationship or whatever and then helps to eventually find what does. As long as we learn from it, I have repeated things multiple times. And so now I'm like, okay, next time something happens that is perceived bad, I'm going to be resilient. You're going to be resilient. You know that something great is coming around the corner. But make a note not to do this thing again. That's my biggest thing. Okay, number 11, number 11, number 11. Law of rhythm. Now, sometimes, I said the 11 laws, but there's actually 12. I, now that I think about it, there's actually 12. Okay, so law of rhythm. So sometimes we call this like the law of perpetual motion. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> this one focuses on movement. In particular, that all things come in cycles, and kind of talked about this before, but that you can see this in nature, and seasons, in bodies, our aging process. Um, but it equally applies to a person's life stages. I'm not gonna get into numerology on this, but I might do a whole podcast on numerology. Blow your mind. So, if you reflect on this cycle, stages, you gain a lot of perspective. Like today's season may be good, but nothing is permanent, so enjoy what you have while it lasts. I used to hate that statement, but it is true. I mean, look at the real estate market over a 10 year cycle, no matter what happens, it's going to come around again. In 2005 things were selling off the hook, put a sign in the yard, gone multiple offers. 2008 crash, eight, nine, ten started coming back. I mean, I don't know what we're going through right now. I don't have any predict- predictions. I'm just saying nothing's permanent. Enjoy what you have all last. That's not like a bad thing. I could say that in an alternate way, perhaps you're in a negative part of your cycle right now, which if you look at numerology, you can actually tell exactly where you are. But it may be the very thing that prepares you for a super prosperous change in the cycles happening next month. I want to tell you this story about numerology because, Sky, oh my God, but I'm not even going to go into it. Let's get to the last one. The last one, I said 11, but actually it's 12. This is the bonus one. The law of gender. I don't know why I would forget this one. Law of gender very little to do with biological sex. I know we love to talk about sex, but anyway, very little to do with biological sex, but it refers to the fact that there are two major types of energy. You may have heard Tony Robbins go off the deep end on this, watched YouTube videos on it or whatever, but it's the difference between masculine and feminine energy. It's like the yin to your yang, the anima to the animus. Like we all contain a certain amount of both, both energies. Feminine and masculine. And we have to find a way to achieve balance between these types. I lived my first half of my life, I believe in a masculine energy. Dominant masculine energy. Meaning I was in a man's job. I was in a man's world. I used to do IT, telecommunications, computers, internet, I lived in a man's world and so I, I just like started being more man, and like not physically. Just I knew that I lived a masculine energy, just kind of dominating and telling people what to do and controlling and just not listening and just not feminine. Like there's this whole side. I should do a podcast on feminine, masculine energy. Do you guys like anything that I'm saying or are you totally bored and no one has gotten to the end of this, holy crap, 52 minutes we have to find balance. I believe that my bodybuilding experience was a, among a many, many, many things, a way to turn my masculine energy feminine because I was so far from the person who would get on stage and flaunt a body and be judged not by what I had in my brain but what I displayed on my body. I never in a million years, which is probably why I got so much pushback, never in a million years. I mean, three degrees, two master's degrees, living and working in a man's world. Where, in what world would I have thought that I would have got up and got in the bikini category and been like, judge my backside. And it's like... (laughs) That's really all they care about. And so now, now it's funny, even with masks, it's like, they can't even judge our smile. It used to be like, you got to smile. You can't even judge your smile. Now it's truly just the body. So think about the role that each energy appears and plays in your life, like in your relationships, um, whether you're like in excess of masculine energy. You know, there's something to be said about Marilyn Monroe there's something to be said about a, a woman who can support herself, who can make decisions, who can change a light bulb, who can fix a sink that's, that's leaking, who can do all that but still asks for help. That is why, I don't know why, but the very first video I uploaded to the Amazon Prime channel last night was called have the courage to ask for help because it doesn't mean that you're helpless it means that you it it's okay to have some feminine energy like we know we can do it but sometimes we still need to ask for help anyway that those are the laws if you guys like any of what you hear i'm gonna do more of this kind of stuff because this is what gets me jazzed up. This is what I love to do. Is what I love to talk about. And if no one listens to it, then at least I get to have it all into one spot in one place because I've done a lot of research on all these laws, but here they are all in one place with examples. And if you get a chance, come to my Instagram and say hi and tell me you love the law, the law, the 1112 Laws of the Universe podcast. And just let me know how you're doing. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit, Mind, Body, and Spirit. Connect with me on Cheryl Spangler Fit Instagram and say hi.